Hey there, people-powered business community. Are you ready to transform the way you handle difficult conversations in your business? If so, I'd love you to join me for the Mastering Difficult Conversations workshop that I'm running next week. In just three interactive online sessions on the 18th, 20th and 22nd of March, you'll discover your unique leadership style, you'll master the art of impactful communication by learning the translation code, and you will build your personalized difficult conversations framework. Imagine tackling tricky team talks with confidence and ease, all for the special price for you listeners of just $47. But hurry, spots limited to ensure that we have an engaging experience for everyone. It's time to go from overwhelmed to empowered and lead your business with confidence. Just head over to peoplepoweredbusiness.com.au forward slash workshop to secure your seat now. Welcome to the People Powered Business Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Lee Billet. If you employ staff, engage contractors, or rely on people to help deliver your products or services, you're in the right place. Join us each week as we dive in to uncover what makes people tick, learn the best strategies and tactics to build an amazing team, and most importantly, discover how you, the business owner or leader, can unleash the power of your people to help create the successful business you deserve. Let's get started. Well, hello, it's Christy Lee here, and I'm super excited because this is episode number 100 of the People Powered Business Podcast. I feel like I should have some kind of whistle, sound effect, party, party tutor, whatever they're called. (laughs) Welcome to episode 100. I cannot believe that this is the 100th episode of the People Powered Business Podcast. And to those of you who are listening here, how regular loyal listeners, I just wanted to say thank you so much for your support of this podcast. I know you leave comments, you let me know you've been listening, you're telling other people to listen to the podcast, and I really, really, I really, truly do appreciate you listening in and your feedback um, on the podcast and that you join me each and every week here on the podcast. I think it's been almost two years uh, now since I started the podcast and I've just been blown away by the engagement, the support, um, and all of the love that we've received. So thank you so much for those that are regular listeners. And if you're not a regular listener and you just popped in for episode number 100, welcome. It's fabulous to have you here. And you're actually in for a bit of a treat because today I'm actually going to share with you the top 10 episodes so far, because there's plenty more to come, of the People Powered Business Podcast as voted by you, our listeners. Now, when I say as voted by you, what I'm referring to is I'm going to reveal our top 10 most downloaded episodes, and I'm going to share with you one key takeaway or tip from that episode that really gets to the heart of what we were discussing on that particular episode and uh, possibly why they've been such popular episodes of the podcast. Now, don't stress if you're thinking I'm about to list off episodes and then you've got to go and find them. No, 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 no. I've got your back. Um, I'm going to give you one tip. I'm going to give you one piece of gold from the episode, but I'm also going to link to all of those episodes in today's show notes. So if you're listening and you think, oh, I didn't, I missed that episode. I'd love to have a listen. All you'll need to do is just pop over to peoplepoweredbusiness.com, click on episode number 100, and you'll see the show notes for today's episode. 
In fact, you'll be able to grab those show notes wherever you're listening to this podcast episode, whether you're on Spotify or um, Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening, just click in today's show notes. You will get the links to all of the episodes that I am about to reference for you. And before we dive into that, this list is really about what you've told me through your listenership that you have loved so far. But I'd also really love to hear about what you'd love in the future, what you would like to hear about on the podcast, what topics you'd like covered, possibly what sort of special guests or maybe even some specific names that you would love me to get on for an interview on the podcast. And if you want to share with me what that is, there's a couple of ways you can do that. You can email me just at hello at peoplepoweredbusiness.com.au or go ahead and leave a review where again, wherever you're listening to this, if that's on Apple Podcasts, leave a review and let me know that you'd love to hear about a certain topic. And I will absolutely make sure that is covered for you on one of the next 100 episodes because we've got plenty more to come. So are you ready to hear what our top 10 episodes have been as voted by you, our listeners, over our first 100 episodes? Okay, I'm going to dive in. I'm starting with number 10. We're going to go in reverse order, obviously, because we want the exciting one to be last. Number 10 is actually episode number 85. So not so long ago now, three months or so ago. And this episode was called The Power of Outsourcing to Grow Your Business. And on this episode, I welcomed a special guest um, from Virtual Elves, Christy Smith, and she shared with us how businesses can use the concept of outsourcing, what tasks to outsource, and how to really make outsourcing a success for your business. Now, Christy's business journey is amazing in itself, and we spoke about that in the episode of the podcast. But um, she, the business she runs helps people who are wanting to outsource but just uh, overwhelmed on how to do it. She hires a team of outsourced VAs and professionals that she can then uh, loan on to you as the business owner to use in your business. And she's got a great team and I know lots of people who engage her services um, and just think she's absolute gold. So definitely worth a listen to the full episode, episode 85. But what I think the biggest takeaway that I would love you to take from that episode, and what I know many of you have really resonated with, is that at any stage of growth in your business, outsourcing is an awesome option. Now, whilst I, of course, spend my days talking about human resources and therefore employees largely, I love outsourcing. I use it in my business and I encourage my clients to use it in their businesses. It's an amazing option to help you facilitate growth before you're ready to hire an employee or when you're not needing to hire an employee. It gets something off your plate and onto someone else's. But it doesn't mean that you don't need to do some of the heavy thinking first just like you would when you have an employee. In fact, I think one of the keys to successfully outsourcing anything in your business is to get total clarity about what you need done, what results need to look like, what the outcomes need to be, and what the timeframes need to look like. If you're clear about all of those things, you can successfully outsource almost anything. You just got to find the right people. So, outsourcing is an amazing opportunity and really helps with business growth, but you do need to do some thinking. You do want to get clarity and you still need to make sure you're finding the right people to outsource to, just like you've got to find the right employees when you've got a job. So if outsourcing is on your agenda, I would absolutely recommend having a listen to episode number 85. 
Now, number nine on the list, I was fascinated that this was one of the most downloaded episodes that we've had. And I actually love that it was because this episode was so raw and real. It was episode number 70. And episode number 70 is entitled, Leading Well When You're Having a Bad Day. Can you relate to that? I recorded this episode because I was having an absolute shocker of a day. That sounds awful, but in truth. And it was an episode that I had thought about recording, thinking this is an important thing to discuss because as business owners, we have to show up and we put so much pressure on ourselves to show up, no matter how we're feeling. And so quite often we might be having, not quite often hopefully, but sometimes we might be having a bad day and yet we have to show up for our team. Sometimes we genuinely have to be there. There's just no other option. Other times we think we need to show up even though our team have got it sorted without us. But I thought this was really interesting that this was so popular because I think you can all relate, right? We don't always have good days every day, but we put on this persona that we've got everything together, that we're on top of it all, that we're totally um, across everything. But behind the scenes, it's an absolute chaos. (laughs) You've left the house in disarray. Something's broken. Water's gone everywhere. The kid arrived at school and there was no sports jacket. That happened to mine today and it happens to be quite cool where we are. The things happen, right? You've had an argument with your partner or your teenager Anything could have happened and you're just not in the best mood and you don't want to do it. You just want to run away, crawl up in a ball under a blanket and binge watch Netflix. But we show up. So how do we lead well when we're having those bad days? If you're interested in that topic, episode number 70 is where you want to head. And my top tip, and look, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while or you've heard me speak in other places, this is something that I hold absolutely near and dear to my heart. It is something that I took way too long to learn personally, but it is an absolute non-negotiable for me now and that's something I truly, truly believe in. And that is this, self-care is not selfish. Self-care is not selfish. Looking after yourself needs to happen so that you can look after your team because you cannot pour from an empty cup. So you might be showing up, but you might be absolutely useless if there's if you're just a shell of your normal self. And spending some time to do whatever you need to do, and this is different for everyone, to really show up and look after yourself so that you can show up is so important. And I took way too long to learn this lesson. I was that person that did not take a break. And actually, I've shared this anecdote here on the podcast before, but one of my favorite things to do every day is to check my Facebook memories, right? I don't know whether anyone else does this. It's like the first thing I do in the morning. And, you know, I want to see, well, at the moment, because obviously the lack of travel, I'm getting really upset every time I see that we were here, there or everywhere traveling years ago and you know, I miss traveling. Obviously, it's the photos of the kids when they were little just the other day, a photo of my daughter, at her christening that I then shared on her first day of primary school and she's just started year six. So that memory comes up around the same time every year and it's just, oh, it's such a beautiful photo from her christening and it just makes me, 
you know, all gooey inside. So I love watching those memories. But do you know what really comes up a lot in my Facebook memories, especially from a certain period of time when I first started my business, probably until I learned this lesson, which was maybe around uh, 2013, 2014, is things like nothing like a bit of business planning at 9.30 on a Monday night with a photo of my lounge room wall with butcher's paper covering every spare spot, laptop open and, and clearly working away. Now, I can tell you right now, I did work more than I ever had throughout those years. And my business was by all measures, very, very successful. But I did not look after myself. And I absolutely hit burnout in a big, big way. Fast forward to now, I know I've learned that lesson the hard way. I will not be posting anything about doing business planning at 9.30 on a Monday night because that's not what I'm doing. And it won't be what I'm doing. And I will unapologetically go for a run at 11am on a Tuesday if I'm feeling stressed and overwhelmed because I know that taking a half an hour to do that then sets me up for success for the rest of the day and I will be far more productive than if I try and battle through with my head swirling and my stress levels rising and not able to focus. I know the things I need to do now to look after myself so that I shop as a better person for my business, for my clients, for my team and for my family. So self-care is not selfish and we need to drop the guilt that we give ourselves as leaders and as business owners. And when we're having a bad day, a little bit of self-care might just be the key to what we need. Went off on a bit of a tangent there, but I love that that episode was so popular. Now I'm going to head on to episode number, uh, uh, I'm going to head on to number eight on our list now, which also happens to be episode number 88, loving all the eights. Um, this episode is called Dealing with with difficult people at work. And it was actually an episode where I shared another podcast that I'm a co-presenter on and an episode where we'd been discussing that exact topic. And this episode resonated so much on both podcasts. And I get it because this is a pain point, right? When we've got troublesome people on our team, we are kept up at night, we're stressed about it, we spend 80% of our time worried about 20% of our people, and it's not productive for anyone. But quite often, we just don't know what to do about it. So that was the eighth episode on our list. And I guess what I want to share with you around this is it's really important when you're dealing with a problem employee or someone difficult in the workplace that you learn to identify what type of difficult person or what type of problem employee you're actually dealing with? What's the root cause of it all? The reason you need to do that is because the solution to fixing the problem, there's different solutions, right? Depending on what type of difficult person and what type of problem employee you're dealing with. So it's understanding what's causing it, what type of problem employee they have, and then applying the right solution. Now, if you're unsure how to do that, don't stress. I'm actually developing a new resource right now. It's coming out in the next few weeks. I'll let you guys know here on the podcast as soon as it's available that actually helps you identify which one of three types of problem employees you're dealing with and which of one of three solutions you need to apply to resolve the issue. So it's going to be a very useful resource. I've been developing it over the last couple of months. So stay tuned. It will be in your hot little hands very, very soon. Now, the seventh on our list 
is a little bit like our outsourcing episode. This episode was episode number 69 called Growing Your Business with a VA. And in fact, I was also joined by a special guest on this episode, my very own VA, the fabulous Adrian Donnelly. Adrian has been working with me for I'll be about two years now, maybe a little longer as a VA, and she is amazing. I adore her. And what I want to share with you is if you're interested in knowing about how VAs work and from the mouth of a VA herself, go ahead and listen to that episode because Adrian shares some of the tricks and tips to making a VA relationship successful. But my tip for you when you're looking to get a VA on, and for many of you, it's the first position you're going to get when you're growing your business, a VA, they're going to solve world problems for me, which quite often they do for many of us. Find a VA that you love to work with. It's such an important relationship. You need to be able to have a very honest relationship with your VA because you're remote. Obviously, it's the whole premise of the role. You're not in contact all the time. Often they're doing a few hours for you a week and they've got 27 other clients that they're working with. You have to find someone you love to work with. And one of the things that I think is most important, we talked about it in this episode, is communication, finding a VA that communicates in the same way that you do. And Adrian and I have got great systems in place and I completely credit her for setting those up. Um, she's excellent in that space. And having those systems and communication channels just makes everything flow so smoothly. No one's second guessing anything. If something goes wrong, we pick it up immediately and we're able to fix it immediately. If either of us are off or sick or something's gone wrong, the other can pick up those tart. Like there's just so much synergy there when you find someone that you love working with and that communicates in the same way that you do and you've got the right systems and processes in place. So that's my top tip out of that episode. Now the next in line, sixth on our list, is way back when, episode number 10, one of our very first episodes on the podcast. And yet again, special guest episode. Actually, this is one of my favorite conversations and one of my favorite topics because this is something that we are so guilty of as business owners and we find it so hard to do, but if we could just do it right, we would save ourselves a whole lot of time and drama. On episode 10, I interviewed the fabulous Chandra Moran from the Transit Lounge and Chandra shared with us, it was a discussion her and I had been having that I'd actually heard on her podcast originally and it was around, are you tolerating too much. Because here's the thing, setting boundaries is one thing, upholding them and making people stick within them is a complete other. And that is where I see most business owners struggle. They let people know what the expectations are and what the boundaries are, but when those boundary lines are crossed, they don't do anything about it. And here's what's happened. Here's what happens, I should say. We tend to tolerate a little overstep of a boundary. And we don't say anything because we don't want to appear like we're being dramatic. Um, we don't want to, you know, we just feel like we're over implanting things. And then because we haven't addressed the overstep of the boundary, the employee thinks, well, that was clearly fine. I might go a little bit further, a little bit further, and a little bit further until eventually we snap and we do tell them exactly what we think. And we've usually hit frustration and resentment point by this time. And do you know what the employee sees? A total and complete overreaction because they see us reacting to that last little tiny stretch of the relationship of the boundary. 
what we're really reacting to is the entire sum of all of those little stretches and oversteps of the boundary. So we're reacting to the sum of many things. They see us reacting to the tiny last part. So to them, we look like we're overreacting. To us, we can't believe that they haven't seen this, but we haven't pointed it out. So we need to be very careful about what we're tolerating with our team in order to get the most out of them. So that 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 episode is one of the most listened to. I highly recommend it. Chandra is an amazing um, person to, to chat to and she gave us so much insight uh, on that episode. Okay, number five on the list is episode number 77, When is a Contractor Not a Contractor? Now, in this episode, I talked to a chartered accountant about the ATO's definition of a contractor and how we as employers need to be careful about who is a contractor and who is an employee and what the risks are around that. This is a really hot topic, guys. It is one that if you have contractors in your business and you have any concerns that they may in fact be an employee, I recommend you checking it out. And my tip here in terms of checking that out is go directly to the ATO website, find the employee or contractor decision-making tool. It is a very simple questionnaire. You don't need to enter any personal details. They don't know who's completing it. And if you answer all of those questions honestly, you get a result which will tell you whether that person is likely a contractor or likely an employee. And if the result is that they are likely an employee, I encourage you to hot hot track it to do something about it because there are risks and the risks are very real to your business and to you personally when it comes to back payment of things like superannuation. So whilst I don't want to be a downer with all the negative news on this episode, I do recommend you consider that if you are engaging contractors who may actually be employees. Interestingly, number four on our list is similarly touching on the issues of difficult people and problem employees. And that is episode number 76, the six real reasons you have performance issues. Now, this may seem bizarre that amongst the myriad of tens and thousands of issues that you might have with employees at work, that things can get distilled down to six real actual reasons that you have performance issues, but that is the reality. And do you know what? More than half of them are actually our fault as business owners, and that might not be what you wanted to hear today. But there is light at the end of this tunnel, and that is once you do understand what the performance issue is, why you have a problem employee, then you can learn what to do about it. I mentioned a little earlier that there's a new resource coming and this will answer those exact questions for you. So I'll let you know as soon as that's available. But if you want to understand these six real reasons, head over to episode number 76 and have a listen to that. Our third most popular episode of our first 100 episodes of the podcast is unsurprisingly a very early episode, but we have touched on this topic more than once. Episode number four, remote work success secrets. Now, by chance, this podcast launched about the same time as a certain global pandemic hit us. Now, that was not intentional. I had planned to launch this podcast for several months, probably three to six months before we actually launched it. And there was a launch date of the podcast in the works for months and months and months. I had no idea there was a global pandemic coming, clearly. But fortuitous timing meant that I did a discussion around remote work success secrets very early on at a time when you were all having to switch to remote work. And it was tough. 
And it's still tough for many people trying to juggle this whole online work. I know that I know of businesses where employees are actually really over it. They want to go back to the office now. And I know of other businesses where an employee, if they're told to go back to the office, maybe we'll just leave. So it is tricky. And that episode really touched on how we can manage this transition to remote work. So if you're still struggling with that, go back and listen to, listen to episode number four. And my biggest tip around that is if you're building a hybrid team right now, which is the most common model at this point in time, some people from home, some people in the office, Create your culture to be online first. So remote work first, in office second. That will ensure you don't have issues where the remote workers are feeling left out if they're not present in the office because you've catered for them first because everyone can dial in whether they're in the office or not, but not everyone can walk into the boardroom if they're working remotely. So switch the thinking is the biggest tip that I have in relation to that. All right, we're getting down to the juicy bits now. The second most popular episode, episode number 71, Understanding and Cultivating Workplace Culture with special guest Sarah Williams. Now, workplace culture, this is, this is a really interesting topic and I think what I'm hearing is that many of you want to create a better culture and you want your team to be part of that culture, but you're not sure how to go about it, or you're not sure how to turn people around that aren't quite fitting into the culture. And I think this quote from Simon Sinek, who you all know I'm a massive fan of, let's face it, just sums it up perfectly. Values plus behavior equals culture. Values plus behavior equals culture. You have to be clear crystal clear about your values, personal and company values. You have to consistently exhibit behavior that is in line with those values and you have to expect the same behavior from everyone in your business. When those two things line up, you have a company culture. Without the behaviors, you don't have a culture. You've just got values written on a wall. That's not good enough. And in this interview that I did with Sarah, she spoke about that. She spoke about the importance of behaviors in building culture. So if you're struggling with that at the moment, go ahead and listen to episode number 71. It was a great chat, um, lovely, professional, uh, knowledgeable expert around workplace culture. And drumroll, please. I don't have a sound effect machine. (laughs) The most popular episode of our first 100 episodes is episode number 21, Mastering the Art of effective delegation. By far, this was the most listened to episode and its sister episode, which was episode number 78, Delegate with Ease in Eight Simple Steps, also wildly listened to. And this is fascinating to me. It tells me that delegating is tricky for some of you and I get it. It was tricky for me for a long time too. But if you can't delegate, You can't grow and neither can your team. It is an art that you need to learn. And rest assured, it is not something that we're gifted with at birth, the ability to delegate. It's a skill we have to learn and you can learn. If you think, I'm not a good delegator, that's the story you're telling yourself. You can learn how to do this super, super effectively. And both of those episodes give you a great framework and some steps to follow in order to do that. But I can assure you with total certainty that delegation and mastering the art of delegating really effectively 
is essential to you not being the bottleneck in your business anymore, to you being able to grow your business successfully, and importantly as well, to be able to grow the members of your team. The more you delegate to them, the more they grow and they learn. And who knows, they might take on a different role within your business at some point. So it's a gift to you and it's a gift to them and it's a gift to your business being able to master that art of delegation. So episodes number 21 and episode number 78 are the ones you want to listen to around that. And that rounds out our top 10 episodes as voted by you. And again, I want to thank you for listening, for downloading, for recommending, for the reviews, the comments, the shares. I truly, truly appreciate it. I absolutely love doing this podcast every week. It's so much fun and I love the feedback and hearing from you. And so if you're listening to this episode and you'd love to leave us a review, please head over to Apple Podcasts and do that. And I look forward to continuing with plenty more episodes for you. I'll be back again next week for episode 101. In the meantime, take care, have a fabulous week, and I'll see you again then. 